Hi, I'm Robin McConkie. On behalf of AgriFutures, I'd like to introduce you to the 2023 AgriFutures Queensland Rural Women's Award winner, Emma Louise Gibbons. Ms Gibbons' Sunshine Coast-based company, Hudson Toke, pioneered using sustainably produced insect protein to make premium dog treats. AgriFutures manager Capacity Building, Sheridan Ingold, says Emma's project ticks all the boxes for the Rural Women's Award, which recognises, celebrates and supports the contribution made by rural women across Australia. We're looking at women who are working on projects, business, whether it's a community-led project, a collaboration, a commercial project, but we're looking at the leadership qualities, the impact they're making and, you know, the scalability or the sustainability of it as well. So let's meet Emma-Louise Gibbons, Queensland's 2023 Rural Woman of the Year. She wins a $15,000 Westpac bursary and joins the 300-strong Rural Women's Award alumni. Emma-Louise Gibbons, you are the winner of the 2023 Rural Women's Award for Queensland. How do you feel? Uh, I am blown away. The um, other three finalists were just such amazing, um, strong women and I'm blown away to be chosen today. And what is your project actually trying to do? So our project is to take insect protein that is a um, product of food waste management through insect farming and create um, high protein dog treats and food. Why on earth do you want to use insects? Basically because they are a sustainable form of protein. As humans want more and more um, food, the amounts of protein available to the pet industry are slowly diminishing and the price is actually increasing quite exponentially. So we're trying to get ahead of the curveball, realising that this problem is going to continue and create more of a a market for insect protein for the future. Now I believe um, farmers farm soldier flies and this is what you use in your dog food. Explain the process really simply. Yeah so it's a black soldier fly larvae that makes the meal ultimately. So it's the The fly lays the eggs, or thousands of eggs. They're then spread through a feed substrate, which is usually a food waste scenario. And then from there, they are harvested as a full-grown larvae. And that is what um, is then processed into the meal. And another product is an oil with that. And it's about 60% protein. And what does a soldier fly farm look like? They have like the breeding and hatching rooms and then the the substrate and feeding rooms and and the growing rooms. So it's quite quite, um, a a small parcel of land for a huge amount of protein that they can produce. Is it very smelly? Surprisingly, not too bad. (laughs) I was expecting way worse, but yeah, no, not too bad at all. Now the larvae, they're the little wrigglers. Yes, they are. They're quite a big wriggler um, and are quite horrifying to, to look at. Like, um, but they are like the, the gold of the project. When you say meal, what do you mean by that? So um, once the black soldier fly larvae reaches a certain stage, it um, is then uh, processed into an actual meal. So it's dried and then um, basically put through a mill so to speak um, and there's two extractions from that milling process and one is a oil and the other is the meal so it's considered like a defatted meal and that's what we use um, as it's basically 60% protein and that's what we use within our treats and, and products. And how do you process it once you've got the meal? 
So yeah, uh, a lot of our um, processes are working on the IP and the recipe creation, um, which takes a lot of time and effort and test tasting by the dogs, not me. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's, it's quite a process to work out how to incorporate it into different products and through our different equipment and machinery. Um, and yeah, it's, so far we've come up with quite like some fantastic little products that are considered high protein treats so far, which is just a step back from it actually being a dog food. So was it your idea to even go down that way? I do have a, a, a very big interest in entomology and, and the process of insect production, having even started one up myself just to see how and understand how it all um, takes place. So, um, yeah, it definitely was an idea. I was like, the dogs will love it, you know. Have you tested them? With the dogs? Absolutely, yeah. They, we've had probably about 100% success rate with the, with the um, pet treats. Tried the fussy eaters? Absolutely. The, the little um, shih tzus, love them. And what about Having the big Great Danes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. They, I haven't met a dog yet. That a working dogs? Yeah, working dogs, absolutely. How did you convince the dog owner that they should give their pet fluff insect protein? Just by them touching the product and bringing it out, the dog um, grabbed it out of their hands. So, <laughs> so that was an easy one. It, it's so, because the smell is so strong for the dog, it's been quite easy. And it's not as if they have to actually physically touch an insect as per se. It is a meal, so it is a, it's an appealing product. How will it compare with other treats in terms of cost? Um, I think it well with the rising costs of you know traditional proteins due to more humans wanting more food. Um, I think it, it is very comparable. I think and having such a high protein level um, that we can put in there, it, it will actually um, probably almost beat the the meat products. On a serious note, this is a big project. Is it novel? Are people around the world using insect larvae to make stock feed? Um, to a certain extent, yes, but there is no Australian-grown insect protein used in Australia just yet, so we want to be the forerunners in that because we are at that right um, stage in our business that we can um, do a lot of R&D for this industry and really help this industry grow with, uh, as a sustainable protein option. So you've been trialling and testing and looking at recipes. Now that you've got the $15,000, is that a real kick in, kick along for you? Oh, absolutely. It guarantees that we'll get the product up off the ground a lot sooner. The $15,000 goes towards our um, a new specialised piece of equipment um, that will help process the insect protein and keep its nutrient value and help develop those products and IP and processes and help market it as well. Emma Louise, this is a Rural Women's Award. These awards were started to recognise the contribution women make in agriculture. Is, is it still a t tough ask being a woman in agriculture and woman in agribusiness to, to be heard? The barriers are definitely breaking down, and especially with groups like um, AgriFutures and, and part of that support um, network. Uh, it gives women the confidence to you know, speak up and move forward and realise that they have the skills and the innovation innovational ideas to take out there and, and bring these amazing products or um, concepts or software programs, as we've just seen, to, to um, the market. And it's quite exciting to really witness this firsthand through this AgriFutures um, event. 
There are many leadership courses available for rural women. Two of the questions that seem to come up often are, one, the juggle struggle. You've got a family. How do you manage the kids and the job? Yeah, um, quite often they've been a part of the, the business right from the start. Um, they know every intricate detail and they're good little workers. Um, so Slave labour? <laughs> no, we pay them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they've, they've had to be a part of it and, and quite often we discuss our, discuss our decision-making processes in front of them so that they can really grasp what we have to go through every day on and a positive note. Are they proud that... They chose the names for the company, Hudson and Toke. They are so proud. They're so proud that, that the names of their imaginary dragons are at the forefront of so many people's minds. And the other thing that confronts a lot of women in leadership roles or just going into business in agriculture is the imposter syndrome, feeling that you don't have a right to be where you are. How much of a challenge is that? Um, well, it is a, it's a self-confidence issue, I guess, isn't it? And... and um, that's something that we have to push through as, as women and realise that we do have the skills and the ingenuity and the, the absolute capability to um, push forward with any projects that we come up with and um, in, a, in a positive way. So it, it is a challenge, but it's definitely overcomable. And your vision for the longer term? Um, yeah, so our vision for the longer term is to cre- keep creating and being innovative in this marketplace um, where also like the the leading brand of horse treats in Australia. So we have a lot more innovation to um, contribute to that industry as well um, as the dog industry. So we have so much more to bring to the table and this is just the beginning. And is it very hard for a small company to compete in a multi- world of multinationals? Because that's what the dog food, cat food, uh, pet food industry is about. Yeah, it is a humongously um, competitive industry and a lot of money is being pumped into these products because it is such a huge emerging industry, I think. Um, Just in Australia alone, um, we turn over $3.8 billion in pet food and $300 million in pet treats per annum. It's huge. So what's your edge? Our edge is our innovation and our flexibility and our ability to move quickly. And I think our innovation really sets us apart because we do think outside the square and we do solve problems with our products because we have Australia is such a big country and trying to get products from, say, Brisbane to Western Australia across the Nullarbor, you have to battle those. So if you can win those battles like of the, the transport issue and the transit and the, and the heat of Australia, um, which is what a lot we have to think about all the time. Um, if we can win that, we've created so many amazing products using that innovative... Celebration tonight? Yeah, big celebration. I might have a bubbly or two. <laughs> Congratulations. Emma-Louise Gibbons, winner of the 2023 AgriFutures Queensland Rural Women's Award. The national award winner is announced at a gala dinner in Canberra in September. Meantime, I hope you will join me when we meet the finalists from Queensland, Emma Black from Black Box Co., Louise Noble from the Mulberry Project in Toowoomba, and Kate Lamison from Little Tuna in Cairns.